Welcome to the Student Pilot Podcast. My name is Simon Callis, a flight school owner. Each week, myself and my guests will be talking all things flight training and beyond to help inspire, motivate and support you on your journey to becoming a private or commercial pilot. So welcome to the podcast, everybody. Today we're talking cross-country qualifier. So we welcome back Archie. So last time we spoke, Archie, you were just contemplating actually getting this flight done and now you've done it. So welcome back. Thanks for having me back, Simon. No worries. So for those who are new to flight training, towards the end of your training, you'll be doing a cross-country qualifying flight. For PPL, it's 150 nautical miles and two landaways at other aerodromes other than the airfield you departed from. And for Lapple, it's 80 nautical miles or one landaway. So at this point, generally, you're at the end of your training in the sort of preparation stages for your test. For most schools, these routes will be predetermined by the uh, by the instructors, so they'll have flown these routes several times to make sure they fit the purpose for the exercise and the experience level of the student. There'll also be some preparation conducted with your flight instructor to ensure that you are indeed ready to do that flight and the conditions on the day are good to do so. So Archie, like most students this time of year anyway, um, you had a long wait for the conditions to align with your planned flight. How long were you waiting for? <sighs> felt like forever. Um, about two months for, <laughs> for this flight. So, um, you know, not as bad as some people. I know that there is somebody at the moment who's been waiting for 15 odd weeks to, do, <laughs> yes. to yeah. do a solo flight, but um, it still felt forever yeah it's definitely the look of the draw i mean we need the conditions to be perfect because we don't yeah. want you to have although it's likely you might come across some problems during the flight we want to try and limit those as much as possible so were you uh, actually nervous about taking this flight i know a lot of students are i i didn't really feel too nervous to be honest okay. um the whole general thing was uh and and this is what a load of pilots had told me is that you're already being sent solo yeah the school trusts you with in quite frankly, their aeroplane, which yeah. is, you know, very costly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I felt prepared for it. I'd done, you know, the, I'd done a section of the route beforehand, like you're allowed to. Yeah. And, uh, so my, my route down to Kemble was already ticked away. So I didn't really feel nervous at all. And any kind of worries or, you know, bits that I was unsure about were kind of put to rest as soon okay. as I came in and, and I was talking to my instructor. We had our, we had our briefing and you know, it was okay. So you just touched home on the point actually is that one of the aerodromes you are allowed to visit. Yeah. Um, the other aerodrome you will not have been to before. The reason why we do that is in order that you have something you need to deal with that's new, fresh to you. So your particular aerodrome would have been uh, Collington, Peterborough? Peterborough, yeah. So how, how did you find that? Uh, it was... um. It was interesting. Uh, I mean, we'll get on to why it was interesting a little bit later on. But, yeah. uh, but like, for example, I'd always been used to having, um, you know, every airport I went mm -hmm. to, I've gone to Oxford, Sywell, mm -hmm. uh, um, Wellsbourne, Coventry. Mm -hmm. They've all got like puppies on, on, mm -hmm. and they're relatively long runways. Mm. Whereas Peterborough is, is this, you know, air ground unit that's, the runway isn't in the best condition so it was it <laughs> yeah. was really interesting coming in and, and yeah. landing there and you know there's no real taxiways you you just have to backtrack the full way of the runway it, it, was, it was really yeah. alien to me but yeah. it was still very good to do I, I really enjoyed it excellent so tell us about the pre-preparation you did on the day with your instructor so i mean just like any 
solo flight that we would do here um arrived sat down with the instructor met the instructor mm-hmm. uh it was n- new one for me kath mm-hmm. uh, wonderful lady you've yep. met before and um and yeah we we sat down we we went through you know the no tams of the day which were mm-hmm. uh for for us it was just a load of uh uavs that were floating around um oh wow okay. yeah uh, but not nothing to worry about uh did the weather briefing mm-hmm. um at the time it was it was all fine um you know sunny days ahead at, at all the locations i was going to mm-hmm. so tell us what sort of threat and error management you were looking at on on route then okay so yeah um so whilst i say it was like the weather was fine to okay. for the through the planning um on my route from Kemble to Peterborough, mm-hmm. I saw this massive uh, clump of cloud coming in uh, okay. from the north, right. which was, funny enough, the route that I was I was <laughs> going to <laughs> yeah. take from Peterborough back to Coventry. Yeah. Uh, so just did what I, you know, had, had been told to by mm-hmm. any one of the instructors, which is, you know, identify it, mm-hmm. um, keep an eye on it, most of all. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was no threat to me uh, on that route. So, you know, I carried on to Peterborough, uh, you know, at one point, I just have to turn ever so slightly uh, to keep, you know, the the minima within mm-hmm. limits. But it was fine there. Okay. Uh, so I think it was just constantly identifying it um, and, and taking actions to correct that. On the way from Peterborough to Coventry, though, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that, that one didn't go quite to plan okay. um, as the weather had moved in a little bit more than I'd expected. Okay. Uh, and, you know, I phoned up. You guys, I spoke to to my instructor, Kath. I said, this is the situation. Am I okay to continue? Mm-hmm. I said, I feel happy to continue, but I just want to check it's fine with you. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, if you feel happy, more than more than happy, you know, trust your judgment. Uh, and I said, what I will be doing is I'll be diverting my route mm-hmm. uh, on the way back. So instead of taking a direct leg, mm-hmm. uh, I would go via Sywell, which I knew was clear because that's the route yeah. I'd just come on. So you're just kind of dog-legging. Yeah. Yeah, fine. Okay. And did you have any sort of backup plans if that didn't work out where you could divert to and things with the rare fields? Again, like it was really weird because Peterborough, as soon as I got out from uh, underneath all the cloud, mm. it was blue skies. You could you could yeah. see the sun shining. It was like a summer's day. So I was like, okay, right, you know, <laughs> Peterborough, I've just landed there. I can always divert back to there. Yeah, um, absolutely, yeah. And, and even if I got to Sywell and I can continue, I've landed at Sywell before, Yeah, just there. It, it, it would have been fine. So yeah, yeah, that was always in the back of my mind, but you know, didn't, so didn't talk, need to do talk it. us through your, your routing then. So, uh, what the full route as if I, would, yeah, full yeah, route, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. um, start off by Coventry, mm-hmm. uh, leave normally over to there's Drake on the day. Okay. Um, and um, then go sell them. Yes. Uh, head down to RF Chedworth. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's all prize radar and, and all that. And then into Kemble, really nice, simple, straightforward route. Took me about 37 minutes, I think. Uh, so the wind was definitely favouring me on the day. Yeah. Um, Do you remember which runway you were on? I was on 08. Oh, right hand, yeah. 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 Uh, the the hard one. <laughs> the hard one? Why the yeah. hard one? As in, because they have a grass one there, don't they? Oh, they do. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant the hard one as in... It was a difficult oh, way. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> they, do, they do have a grass one indeed, parallel, don't they? So, yeah. 
Yeah. In uh, fact, we were in there yesterday and we had to stop on the hard runway to let somebody land on the on the soft. So well, on the, on the um, yeah, that was amazing because obviously you have uh, where they get you to do your run ups. Yeah. Uh, I had to hold position there and, and then someone came, must yeah. have been 20 feet above just landing on, on the grass runway. <laughs> I, I was, it was wonderful there. Yeah. Um, so, so down to Campbell. Down to Campbell. Got a um, nice, nice cafe. Did you frequent I, the cafe? I did. I did go to the cafe. <laughs> uh, I was told to make it very quick, but um, yeah. you know, I, I got down there so quickly that I thought that I may as well, uh, yeah. you know, have have a quick sandwich there, which was very nice. Excellent. Um, then from Campbell, uh, heading up to Melton Mowbray, mm-hmm. uh, which was very, very slow. Yeah. It was directly opposite of the wind. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, it's it. That's aviation for you. Mm. Um, but yeah, nothing really happened on that route. Uh, then from Melton Mowbray uh, over via Sywell. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that's, this is when kind of blue skies started to uh, to come out and I was very shocked. It felt like I was back in summer. Yeah. Um, only thing notable that happened there was uh, there was another person doing manoeuvres okay. and I was constantly being told to, uh, you know, Keep a good lookout. Yeah, keep now. a good lookout, and then yeah. I was like, I can't, I can't see them because they they must be you know over by the cloud. They're like, okay, just alter five degrees. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, so did a did a few loops around there, and then I've had Sywell really really nice, and and into Peterborough. So approaching Peterborough, this is kind of when I I saw that there was this massive cloud coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was just constantly turning to to avoid that. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, Peter was actually quite hard to pick out from from the ground. Oh yes, <laughs> uh, it, yeah. it's uh, it's it's not yeah. that big of an airport. So, no. um, you know, before I knew it, I was like, oh, uh, you know, I'm I'm approaching uh, kind of final. So I said, can I overfly the runway on this one? And, yeah, and. Uh, and, and circle back round and they were like yeah of course um it's very difficult to spot and it does depend on what kind of direction you're approaching yeah. it from but it's incredibly difficult to spot peterborough um as i i know i made that mistake <laughs> um but yeah no it's difficult to find there's some noise abatement there as well isn't there yeah is, so the circuits are a little bit different but um, yeah but you've, you've kind of got that at uh, campbell as well haven't you so it's not, yeah again though this was all covered in the, in the brief in the brief so yeah. i knew exactly you know i the circuits would be different. There's a noise abatement here. So it wasn't any shock that I was yeah. getting there that they would say, you know, they, they didn't have to say, you know, watch your circuits because, yeah. you know, there's a village that don't like aeroplanes flying over. Yeah. Uh, one of the things we sort of talk about is um, what happens if it goes wrong. Now, obviously, you're trained on what to do if you get lost. Um, we bloody ass loud. I was loud, yeah. <laughs> um, we kind of say to people, um, you know, there's this thing about sky demon integration in flying these days into flight training. Now we are um, introducing that into flight training, but we want people to have the raw skills mm-hmm. on how to navigate. So we kind of say to people on your QXC, program your route into sky demon, put it on the seat upside down, and if everything goes wrong and you're under pressure. Yeah, just use then, it. You, you know, use everything in your capacity to get there, but don't cheat yourself by it's, using Yeah, it. that's what I agree with. I think yeah. um, someone said that you should earn your right to use a GPS, yeah. and I yeah. think that's completely fine because 
as much as you could say, oh, what happens if the paper gets all scrunched up? Yeah. It, you know, what happens if your iPad runs out of battery? But I'm, yeah. I'm a big believer in it. I use ForeFlight all the time to log my flights. I've yeah. got it there as a backup. Yeah. Uh, on this case, didn't have to use it. But again, I think that's something that uh, students and pilots alike should uh, and I think the, the key takeaway from that as well is know how to use these things yeah, on the ground, right? Definitely. Because, you know, when your capacity is reduced in the air, if it does go to a ball of chalk and you have to use it, you don't want to be trying to figure out how to use it whilst you're stressed. Completely. You know? so, it's, um, and, and also, I, I use it all the time for viewing NOTAMs because yeah, I, I program absolutely. my route in and it immediately says, yeah. hey, watch out because there's there's this event here, there's like yeah. a weather balloon that's flying at this time. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's well worth it. So what were the key takeaways for you for the flight? Um, as in like advice to give? Yeah, just, or, just, or just key from, learning points for you, what you, what you got from it really. Uh, hmm. I'd definitely say, you know, kind of plan ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, not that I didn't plan ahead, but I think that if I hadn't have, planned and hadn't have looked around and and seen what other airports are nearby i would have been extremely stressed yes. when i had to start turning to avoid yeah weather. No, that's true yeah. um but also uh the brief that you guys give is mm. really really slim mm. it's you go to this airport this airport and this airport mm-hmm. and then as a student you're kind of expected to to put in like, any markets not uh feature crawling but yeah for me for example uh as soon as i'd left um, Kemble and uh, and headed over to Melton Mowbray. It was just go to Peterborough, and that's a yeah. eighty uh, odd nautical mile yeah. leg. So, so the, the idea of that is that we give you the route and you give us the route that you're going to find. exactly. And that's yeah. why, yeah. I, instead of just saying, "Oh, yeah, I'm going to deadhead for um, yeah. eighty four miles," I, I was like, "Okay, right, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to integrate tracking VOR into it. I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to go via Daventry VOR and then I'll yeah. go to Sywell. Yeah. Um, and then I'll make my way over to Peterborough. And, mm-hmm. and again, through planning, that was kind of a key point. And I think the key thing to take away from that as well is that your planning will be vetted by your instructor. Yeah, completely. Know. So I know that before you left, you'd done all your, your weather briefings, you'd gone through the aircraft documents, no terms, all the normal pre-flight preparation and Cath had been through your route to make sure yeah. she was happy with it. So... I think the key takeaway is, yes, you will be given a brief, which will be very slim, but the preparation that goes into it before you actually settle up on that flight, no instructor in their right mind is going to send you on a flight when they know you're going to fly through a danger area. And all Completely, that yeah. So. It, the instructor will let you make that mistake in planning, and then mm. you'll get to correct it, and, and they'll show you, you know, oh, this is where you went wrong. They, they yeah. won't at all let you go up in the air and, and say, which I think is, again, it's reassurance. Yeah. that. But I think, I think you need to make mistakes in your planning to realize where you went wrong as well so um okay so is there any anything you would have done differently on that route if you did it again i mean i want to do it so quickly because um but yeah different different month to do it in yeah it would have been nice in in, in, (laughs) june or so yeah um no i i don't think i probably would have done anything differently uh of course there's stuff like you know i wish i'd made a a neater approach into peterborough but again that was the very first time i'd been in there it's very hard to spot and um, but ultimately you dealt with it didn't you and uh, yeah i'm i'm here landed the plane safely got my seat shot uh, 
sheet signed. Yeah. Um, they, they didn't say anything that yeah. was that was negative. So, so that, be, that's yeah. one key tip then, isn't it? For anybody doing a qualifier, don't forget to bring your paperwork with you. Oh, bring your, I was checking <laughs> that. I was terrified. I was checking that the doors were locked like three times before I left because I didn't want you know the surprise of it opens and then paper my paper blows out. out. <laughs> it's left somewhere over Drake Stranger water. things have happened. Yeah. <laughs> so anybody, any advice for anybody who's nervous about doing their qualifiers, you know, if they're doing it shortly or you know just worried in general about it uh oh i reckon um be confident i said this on mm. on the previous episode be confident mm. in your ability mm-hmm. um because the moment that you switch off and you start thinking oh i can't do this is the mm. moment that stuff actually goes wrong yeah, um yeah. Yeah. your your instructors are, are well aware of your ability in quite frankly probably better than you are yeah um they've been flying for you know two thousand hours some of them Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that only goes up on you know for for others mm-hmm. it it's nothing to be kind of afraid about um when you're doing it you've you you know how to fly the plane you've already gone solo on x amount mm-hmm. of nav routes beforehand um but with that also be adaptable to change yeah. um as i did i wasn't going to just fly straight through imc conditions or, yeah. or go right up to the cloud and then turn around and say yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's not good to continue you you identify it and then you're like well, what do I do now? I need mm. to change my plan. I know that this route's clear. Mm-hmm. For me, it was via Sywell. For other people, that may be via whatever. You may need to go further north, mm-hmm. for example, on, on a route. Yeah. But I, yeah, I think exactly. definitely, you know, be be able to change and adapt. Now, I think the key thing about it is, is I remember when I was thinking about qualifying cross-country, it's that just the numbers and the number of airfields sounds like a big deal. It does, yeah. But if you think about it, it's three it's, you know, not that, it's not that it's big not of a deal. You do yeah. far more circuits than that in a single session. Exactly. So you can't, if you just break it down into individual flights and think, right, I've just got to get to Campbell. When I get there, I'm at Campbell, I'm safe. But even the individual yeah. flights, it's nothing to worry about. Like, yeah. what are you doing? You're flying the aeroplane. It's not like you're having to do yeah. any complex maneuvers. It is on yeah. your planet, it's basically just a straight line. Yeah, exactly. You, you don't have to follow signs to, to get somewhere. You just. No. No, you, no. You point, and if your calculations are correct, then. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, exactly. And I think, uh, you know, with your calculations as well, it's just making sure that you're disciplined with mm. your flying, you're checking your headings, you're doing regular Frida checks and things and all yeah. that kind of stuff. That is what people get caught out with if they don't keep synchronizing the compass and the DI and things yeah, like that. Yeah, completely. And then they end up, you know, a little bit off track and then they get panicky and all the rest of it. It's easily done. So I think, yeah, just trust the planning, follow the process, you know, and fly accurately. And then you should be Com- fine. Yeah, I, 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 don't really have anything else to say over that i think that's great advice yeah so well done by the way getting it done so thank you you're now pretty much at the end of the course so we've got a bit of revision to do yeah but then prep, and then it's the exam yeah it's a mock test and then if you pass that uh, then we do the exam and when you pass that a few weeks later bit of paper in your hand great and and that's what i can't wait for i mean (laughs) i've um uh this week past gone i was determined to get um my cross-country qualified done so i was like right that's it you yeah know, I'm, I'm packing all my stuff i'm coming home for a week yeah, yeah. uh you know and, and i'll try get whatever i can done so uh, just to plug one of our other shows that we're going to be launching very shortly the aviator show which is, is basically we've got the podcast for students this is just for people generally interested in aviation or have already got licenses and it's going to be myself and other pilots flying around different airplanes trying to fly everything we can uh, just generally going out and have some fun it's not a teaching thing in any sense at all it's just literally private pilots 
not in structures. En- enjoying the time. Just enjoying, you know, it's the end goal. It's why we all do it. Um, so would you like to come on that show? Oh, I would. Oh, it would be a pleasure to. Can I be your first passenger? Oh, <laughs> I don't know about that one. I think my parents may have something to say. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I, I was Billy's first passenger the other day. And she says, you know, that uh, there's a, one of her friends, um, Eva. She goes, Eva's going to be really annoyed. Really? Yeah. Have, I was like, well, just tell her. The flight know. school owner that gets to well, fly all the time. Yeah, well, just, just say to her that, you know, she's the first non-pilot passenger. Yeah, you like, frame it a different way. You have, to, you have to do briefings and stuff for that. That's one thing I was looking at. The... Um, um, the skills test and having to to say your exit is is here and here so it's it's really important um i'll tell you a funny story about this actually because when we do our flight checkouts for the 28 day rule and Mm -hmm. things like that um you know i have to do those as well and because i've done so many of them a lot of instructors just go to me look just don't worry about the briefing let's just go you know so anyway the other day i I did my first checkout um with will who's never flown me before and i got up to the hole did everything else and he was like well you know forgot to do your uh, passenger brief brief. i was like look you know every instructor says don't anyway so next time i'll do a passenger so yeah yeah you know it is important essential item it is it absolutely is absolutely is so anyway all the best for um your test and things because that's coming up soon i'm sure you'll smash it and um we look forward to seeing you on the aviator show as well and probably back on the podcast to tell us how your skills test went yeah (laughs) title don't be afraid of your your ppl skills test well something similar like that might be coming along or might not be coming along you never know (laughs) but thanks for your time again archie pleasure as always thank you for having me simon yeah no worries all right guys take care and don't forget to uh like and subscribe If you like this episode, please like, subscribe and ding the bell to receive notifications of the next episode.